You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Friday edition. I hope everyone's getting ready for a fantastic weekend. I'm going to go have some fun in Lake Tahoe, play a little golf, and get chill out a little bit because it's cooler up there, 75 degrees instead of the 90 to 100 that I've been getting here in California. Matt, uh, I think off the air you said maybe even a pool party in your future. Last week we talked about it being 100 here. It was like 50 degrees for you in the Pittsburgh game. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to warm up. It's a beautiful day. You got the weekend here. Kids are almost out of school, so I think it's officially summer in the Berg. Yeah, summertime. Love it. Uh, which means training camp is not too far away. We've got OTAs going on right now, some mandatory mini camps coming up maybe some post june 1st trades but uh that has been a dud so far you can go back and listen to a couple of big time players who potentially could be talking trades behind the scenes about which is uh, uh wednesday's episode with peter bukowski of locked on packers talking about the aaron Rodgers stuff and then yesterday with aaron freeman of locked on falcons talking julio jones but today we are going to talk about nfl quarterbacks and matt i know at the off season for you is spreadsheet season, and I love how your <laughs> spreadsheets tend to grow. Uh, this one, I believe we talked about last year, and you've been doing this one yeah. for a while, and it's dot average depth of target for quarterbacks in the NFL, and you merge that with completion percentage, and so you can tell how highly quarterbacks are completing depth of target passes and put those together, and you can learn a lot about NFL quarterbacks in that regard. Yeah, uh, I don't have a math background. I'm not an analytics folk. This is a very simple quote metric. I even hesitate to call that because I'm just taking average depth of target times completion percentage. And the thing that, and I'm kind of shocked nobody else has done this, at least as far as I know, and maybe they are and I just didn't see it or I have subconsciously stole it or whatever. But I always thought, yeah, completion percentage is wonderful. But if you're throwing two-yard swing passes to Alvin Kamara over and over, that's a little different than Jameis Winston under, you know, Bruce Arians driving the ball down the field and everyone mm-hmm. complained about his picks. So I figured let's try to do a combination of those two things and see who's not only making throws downfield, but completing them and vice versa, of course. So I, I just wanted to start with the completion percentage column. If that's cool by you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think their yeah. pro football focus did this a while back. I haven't seen it in a while, but there was an adjusted um, uh, basically uh, a depth of target adjusted completion percentage. So similar, okay. different type of number, but it was a similar idea. I haven't seen that metric recently, but I know that it has been done in the past and people are sort of looking at it and there's different ways to go about it. But I like this one, very simple and easy. And it's not super surprising actually seeing some of the names up here. So there's right, definitely right. some validity to it. Yeah, so uh, just in t- everyone knows what completion percentage is. So here's the guys that are the best in completion percentage last year. First of all, Taysom Hill was number one. He only threw 121 passes. So uh, there's some guys here with very, very small sample size that I'll just throw out there, but I'm not putting any validity into. But of the guys that threw a lot of passes last year, Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers were slightly over 70% completion rate, which is amazing. I mean, that's outstanding. 70 is the Uh, new 60 in the NFL. It's crazy. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Breeze and Bridgewater were at 69 and Fitzpatrick, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott were at 68. So those were the, the top guys. Those are the, the standouts in my opinion. So then I went to the worst completion percentage and 
sort of like Taysom Hill, I'm not going to hold it too much against this guy because he only threw 148 passes, but Jalen Hurts was last, 52%. I mean, it's not like he didn't play. I mean, so to me, that's a little worrisome, and we'll get to his depth of target and things here in a bit, but he was the worst completion percentage of guys that had a fair amount of throws, but of the ones that I basically said qualified, the worst two were Wentz and Locke at 57.4, 57.3. I mean, that's really bad for today's NFL. Sam Darnold was a little over 59. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was at 61. And Mayfield and Daniel Jones were at 62-ish. Those were the guys that were below 63 for me. So that was kind of where I drew the line of the low completion percentage guys. Was there an exact number you were looking for for a cutoff for completion or for a, for passing attempts to cut it off? Because I think Jalen Hurts was like 150, 148, uh, Taysom Hill 121, and those guys, you know, a little bit of a smaller sample there. Was was like 200, 250 that you were looking at to, to really get a big enough sample for making some, you know, d- calls about some of these guys? I didn't have a set number. I'm again, I'm not a math major person here. You know I mean? I, I kind of just did the eyeball test. Like who do I know that played a lot? You know I mean? I I included Haskins at 241 to 290 attempts. Um, Even the guys that didn't have quite a, quite a few like Hertz and uh, who are some of the others that at least played a little Flacco through 134 passes. I didn't rate them. Even Jimmy, you yeah, only threw 140. You know, I mean, I, I wanted to see where they fell, but I didn't want to kill them for it or call them the best or worst yet. Yeah, yeah, you definitely need a, a bigger sample. So, yeah, 200, 250. Dak Prescott, 222 attempts last year, and I think, and we kind of already know who Dak Prescott is, and his mm-hmm. numbers are right in line with that, and I think that's when you can really start to um, st- start to see a, a body of work to to see how a player really fared over the course of a season. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't have a, a strict number like you have to have 250 attempts and if you had 249 you didn't count you know so I, I, that wasn't what I was after but I, I did you know some of these guys just want to see is it on par with what they've been the last couple of years so those completion percentage numbers probably don't shock anyone too much I mean uh, you know they're, they're kind of the usual suspects but the, the, this next column hold on a second I want to talk ahead, a little ahead, bit more about completion percentages here yeah and hold off on the depth of target for a second um th- number one the big thing when I'm looking at this spreadsheet is just how high all of the completion percentages are it's crazy so when you it talk about Jalen Hurts 52 percent that is bad bad that is really bad like that needs really to bad. come up by uh, 15 percent to At be in line because right. essentially anybody below like sixty four percent now is is on the bottom end of completion percentages. Like sixty five percent plus is what you're looking for in the NFL these days. Yeah, without question, and obviously something has to do with you know the second half of our show is how hard are the throws you're being asked to make. But Jalen Hurts, he, I mean, he didn't have all difficult throws. You know, I mean, again, small sample size, but he, he also wasn't the most accurate guy at Oklahoma or Alabama either. I mean, that was one of my concerns coming out. Although, and I know it's a small sample, but he did have a pretty high depth of target. So maybe things, he, bad, maybe yeah. he was making things more difficult than they needed to be too. Maybe that's a lesson of check it down more. And you would hope the Eagles kind of learned that lesson. You know, they, they bring in a Colts head, a new coach from the Colts. Miles Sanders is a, a quality receiver. I think the drafting of Gainwell is a little bit telling as, as my Naheem Hines, you know, easy completions. And you would think Dallas Goddard, too, in the middle of the field should also be some 
short to intermediate, mm-hmm. easier throws. But they also go out and sign, you know, they also are going to throw deep with those receivers. Absolutely, yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to be one of the more fascinating quarterbacks in the league this year to see how which direction that goes. And Philly, with their extra picks next year, they'll be looking for a quarterback, or are they going to be looking to build around Jalen Hurts? Yeah, um, right. So next, let's talk depth of target. Uh, and was there anything, just real quick, was there anything completion percentage-wise that really surprised you, like a player that you didn't expect to be completing that high of a percentage of their passes or vice versa, someone that was really low on the list that, that surprised you a little bit? Not really. Um, there's a couple surprises when you combine things. I, I think it's pretty noteworthy. I, I mean, anyone that watched the Bills and realized Josh Allen was great last year, of course, but you never think of him throwing easy throws either. <laughs> and he was one of the top completion percentage guys. Amazing, the jump that Josh yeah. Allen took last year. And we're going to be talking about him a lot more in this episode. Let's talk depth of target next and then put those depth of target numbers with the completion percentages together and see what we get coming up on Peacock and Williamson. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. I know personally Credit Karma has done a huge amount to help tracking my credit score, really helped me build that up, helped me when I was purchasing a home. I'm seeing that continue to skyrocket and I love checking Credit Karma to see how high my credit score has gotten. But now they can help you even more. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily Instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Right now, visit Credit Karma slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma that's creditkarma.com slash win money instant karma is sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary exclusions and terms apply see rules banking services provided by mvb bank inc member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply rockauto.com is a family business they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years convenient self-service at rockauto.com where you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil jumper cables even new carpet for your classic cars your daily driver get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, depth of target. This is where the receiver was when he was targeted, right? So we're not talking about yards per reception here, yards per pass. We're talking about the depth of where players were targeted by their quarterback. So degree of difficulty with these throws. Absolutely. And it's a rough number. It's more difficult thrown into double coverage in the middle of the field than it is a wide open guy on the sidelines, you know. But, I mean, I just think that the harder – 
the further down the field you throw, the harder it is as a rule of thumb Mm -hmm. with these guys that have five to, you know, 700 attempts, it it all balances out. So the best a dot guys, first of all, I think it's kind of funny. If you, if you sort this chart by just a dot, you know, top to bottom, all like the top 15 are all non-qualifiers with very few attempts led by Kendall Hilton Hinton of, of Denver it makes me think that when these guys got in the game, Barkley and Heineke and Finley, I mean, not great players, Driscoll, they're just chucking it or coming from behind or desperate times. <laughs> so I just found that, you know, like I'm curious what the situation was when Nate, you know, Nate Sedfeld's 12 attempts was a higher ADOT than anybody else in the league yeah. that, that qualified, you know? The I mean, Hinton like they're coming in crazy. desperate times. The Hinton or, one, because that was the, the wide receiver, right? That right, was right. The, the Broncos game where they lost their entire quarterback room to COVID. You would think that he would have a negative ADOT, like throw screens, throw like little dump offs. <laughs> right, what, right. what were they doing? That's crazy. Shucking it. Yep. And, and probably because these guys are playing, you're playing from behind and times are tough. So I found that interesting. The but, highest, okay, here's, the highest A dot from your qualifiers, though, Tom Brady. That one surprised me a little bit. No risk it, a no biscuit. Bit. Yep, absolutely. And by a, a substantial margin. I mean, Deshaun Watson's at 8-9. He's number two. Brady's at 9-1. And we know Arians is a deep passing guy, but I really thought they incorporated more Patriot stuff late in the year. And maybe this number was even higher before the last couple of weeks. But it just goes to show you coaches – Side note, coaches tell you a lot here. You know, like the the Sean Payton teams are always low in dot. The Bruce Arian teams are always high. You know, like there's a lot of this is what you're asked to do. But, I mean, that's what we're doing this for. And interestingly, 9.1 average depth of target for Tom Brady, which was exactly the 9.1 that Jalen Hurts had, uh, and 12% less in the uh, completion percentage category. Yeah, so there you right. go. That's the difference between Jalen Hurts and a uh, rookie Jalen Hurts and a 43-year-old Tom Brady is completing 64.5% of your 9.1 depth of target passes. Right. That's a good point. So I kind of misspoke before on Hurts. He was the worst in completion percentage, but he's really the best in uh, ADOT. So you would hope that's promising. If you reel him in a little bit, the one number should go up while the other one goes down a little. So here are my other top guys in average depth of target. Brady's one, Watson is two, Wentz and Locke tie at eight, eight for three. And I just want to stop and just mention those two because Wentz and Locke are like identical. They they threw 437 passes versus 443. They both are at 8.8 dots. We mentioned them both for the terrible accuracy. They're both at 57% accuracy. So their numbers are identical and I can see it. And kind of, if we're going to give Hurts the benefit of the doubt, maybe, you know, Denver reels it in if Locke wins a job, or Indy certainly reels it in a little. And you would hope maybe those guys could get to 60%, you know, completion percentage, 61, something like that. At least take a little jump. You know, it's really interesting of the small sample guys looking at it right now. Tyrod Taylor, he only he was only helping yeah, for, he's what, interesting. for one game, right? Was that week two that the, the punctured lung thing happened? Mm-hmm. And, think, yeah, and Justin Herbert took over. Tyron Taylor, eleven point two depth of target in that one game, and fifty three percent. So very Jalen Hurts like there, but uh, that that's like two yards more depth per target than anybody else. So they were chucking it in that game. Uh, and yeah. I'm looking for uh, Justin Herbert. Where is Justin Herbert on here? There he is. So seven point four 
depth of target, much higher completion percentage, 66%. So I wonder if they dialed things back, made it easier on Justin Herbert, or it was just the game script of that week one game with Tyrod Taylor. But that's interesting because some of the other quarterbacks you see that are grouped together, you can tell it's scheme wise you can tell the scheme is the difference in uh, in depth of target before team like the chargers looks very different with these two uh, numbers between very. justin herbert and tyrod taylor yeah you're 100 right that's a great point um you'll you'll see like the niners quarterbacks the saints quarterback especially last year's saints quarterback when teddy were there are almost identical and you can mm-hmm. see it's very scheme driven um here's the other top a dot guys you know matthew stafford was at eight seven russell wilson and lamar were at eight six and 8-5 were Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, that's noteworthy, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, who was low in completion, Patrick Mahomes, and Ryan Tannehill round that out at 8-4. Um, the low guys in terms of dot, Alex Smith, not surprisingly, is at 5-1. That's very, very low. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees is at 6-1. Jared Goff is at 6-2. You can see why McVay is a little frustrated. And Nick Mullins is at 6-3, also not surprising. Jimmy Garoppolo is also at 6'3", but Mullins threw almost 200 more passes than Garoppolo. Haskins, another Washington guy, as we mentioned with Alex Smith, 6'7", very low. And then Dalton at 6'8", Cam at 6'8", Big Ben at 6'9". So those were the guys that, you know, they were dinker and dunkers. Yeah, Big Ben, too, is the surprising one. And yeah. uh, I don't know what he's going to look like this year. I know he talked a little bit about his uh, his injury being a part of it, but definitely much different than the old Ben Roethlisberger, the Big Ben we remember, who just hang in the pocket forever and was chucking it all over the place. Absolutely. And that needs to change. They became very predictable with their short passing game. Um, I'm sure they're going to try to run the ball a little bit more, too. Same with Newton. I mean, Newton's first year in, in New England at 6.8, I think he threw like – eight touchdowns or something last year was a massive, you know, unsuccessful voyage, obviously. Here's a few that jump out to me. Drew Locke and Carson Wentz are almost identical yeah, with 8.8 uh, average depth of target. And both were about 57, 57 and a half percent completion percentage, which is high on the a dot chart, low on the completion percentage chart. Um, Drew Locke, I think, has got some competition there in in Teddy Bridgewater, who's almost flip-flopped the opposite there with a high completion percentage, almost 70% in lower um, ADOT, which is not super surprising with Teddy Bridgewater's game. So that's going to be a really fun competition at quarterback. And the more I think about it, the more I think Teddy Bridgewater might be what the Broncos need and might win that competition eventually, even if that goes into the regular season there. But um I don't think it's an accident they brought in the polar opposite of Drew Locke. Yes, yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> you know well I mean? said. Well said. The other one is Baker Mayfield uh, yeah. at 8.5 A dot, but 62.7% completion percentage back in the day is pretty darn good. That's not great anymore. 62.7 is in the bad category of completion percentages here on this list. Yeah, I would not have guessed Mayfield was one of these extremes. You know, he was high A dot, low completion percentage, you know, where... Drew Brees was sort of the opposite for, you know, that didn't surprise me. You know I mean? There's guys like that. Bridgewater didn't surprise me. High completion percentage, pretty low a dot, you know, but Mayfield, I wouldn't have guessed to been in that category. So that was an interesting thing to learn. <laughs> the the 5.1 for Alex Smith. I know he's always been Chuck checked down Charlie, but then even more extreme coming off that leg injury and, and props to him for even playing it all. But I'm kind of sure. glad he hung it up. Um, that, that's, that's a very low number for a starting NFL quarterback. A very, very low number. And then there was a couple low guys 
Winston was only at four or six, but he only threw 11 passes. I almost felt you know, felt bad even bringing him up because he was always the opposite of that in Tampa. He was that mm-hmm. Drew Locke Wentz guy, you know, that, that had the really high A dot, really low completion percentage. He only threw 11 passes, so I'm not going to really assess it, but it's it's a little surprising that he's super low in the completion percentage or, the, or the, on the A dot. Winston with Peyton this year. That's going to be yeah. fun in New Orleans. We'll see what happens there. Um, all right, let's finish this thing up when we combine A dot and completion percentages. Who were the best? Who were the worst quarterbacks in the NFL? Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, full swing. It's going to be going all summer long. Baseball just about every single day. You can track all that at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA action. There's triple crown horse racing. There's golf. There's reality TV, table games, poker, anything you want to get in on. You can find that action at BetOnline.com. AG. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop, mobile device, desktop, computer, whatever you got. A 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on on your first deposit. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Head to betonline.ag today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, I don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson, his career, when he's ever going to get on the field again, but he had a pretty darn good season in Houston last year. This is uh, one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and he blew away the competition here when you're looking at average depth of target times completion percentage. Blows the doors off everybody, to be honest with you, which it adds up. I mean, all the off-field stuff aside, he didn't have a lot to work with last year. He was a phenomenal player. We were at, recently asked to rank the quarterbacks in the NFL. I think I ranked them third. I mean, just in terms of how good are you right now? I mean, so he's at 6.24 when you multiply his 8.9 A dot times the 70% completion percentage. The next best is Brady, which is impressive at his age nonetheless. He's at 5.86. So that's a big percentage difference between the one and two. And looking at Watson, so he was the second highest A dot and tied for the highest completion percentage of all of these quarterbacks. One thing I'm seeing here that I could see being adjusted, and I like how clean and simple this is, A dot times completion percentage. I think the average depth of target might multiply things too quickly because I'm looking at these mm-hmm. with Watson and Brady. And their average depth of target was only 0.2 different, but their completion percentage was 6% different, which is which is a pretty big jump there. And I almost would say uh, that this could be an even bigger gap there. And someone like Josh Allen, who comes in a little bit behind Brady, he's got the third highest when you combine these with an 8.5 ADOT and 68% completion percentage. I might take Josh Allen's numbers over Brady's. I see what you're saying. I mean... Your Watson Brady example is a big one because he had six percent better completion percentage, but only you know 0.2 yards difference in a dot. You know, and, you know, and when you ma- and you look at Brady versus Allen, he's 0.6 yards fewer a dot, but he's four percent higher completion percentage. So yeah, maybe I would rather lean. Maybe I should lean make it like six percent or sixty percent completion percentage, forty percent a dot, something like that. 
It Someone smarter than me could figure that it out. It could what be, it could really be, but you right? know what? There's not many that you don't come away with. Like, and those those two it, guys are back to back anyway, and they're very yeah, close. Yeah. So you know, it's it's you're splitting hairs there. I do think this there, paints so a proper picture, though. Right? Absolutely. Yes, I'm on board with that. How about this one though? Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, if he qualified, he only threw 43 passes, but would have been one of the top uh, few quarterbacks, top five quarterback here in in the the 2020 season with an Average depth of target of 10 yards per pass and just under 60% completion percentage there. So. Right, which we, we mentioned Ben is the opposite of Ben exactly. in terms of the ADOT. Um, you mentioned Tyrod Taylor earlier. He was very high on this list too, only through 30 passes. Marcus Mariota, Joe Flacco, Mason Rudolph. Those were all the guys that did really well here. All of them threw well under 100 passes except for Flacco. But they combined for very good numbers here. So, I mean... Taylor and Mariota have a track record. I mean, I don't think they stink. Flacco's done okay in this league, you know, and chucking it in a, in a Jets uniform last year. So, you know, and maybe it's a little promising for Rudolph. And with 43 passes. That that short Mariota run with the Raiders, too, I I would I would think that that's very un-Mariota-like. Yeah. Right? He would be more close to Teddy Bridgewater with low A-dot, high completion percentage. That's just kind of the quarterback I remember. Right, right. So maybe we just throw that away, and or maybe Gruden's lit a fire under him. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like probably like just too. small sample weirdness. Probably, probably. But you know, Winston was a very low A dot. The little few throws he made—that's uncharacteristic for him. But they're in new surroundings with you know strong coaches that might change what they do. Um, the next few combined near the top here: Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Pat Mahomes. Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, um, pretty much the, the usual you know, guys you would think. But I thought this overall left a good taste in my mouth for Joe Burrow, considering, I mean, he threw 404 passes and threw a ton before he got injured. I think it's a pretty decent sample size. High A dot, good completion percentage, not great. Impressive, impressive for Joe Burrow, and yeah. I forgot how many passes he threw over four hundred passes last year, even though he missed so much time with that uh, that torn ACL. So, uh, very good signs for rookie Joe Burrow, who's among the elite. Like these are the names that he's with right here. He's ahead of Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, and yeah. Matt Ryan, Tannehill ahead of all those guys, uh, just behind Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson. Uh, and and the top four, the clear top four here were Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Sean Watson. And Joe Burrow's not that far behind those guys. So fantastic rookie season for Joe Burrow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was even more impressive than you know I would have guessed from him. I would have thought him and Herbert would probably be in the same neighborhood. And he beats pretty Herbert. You know, he beats Herbert pretty soundly when you combine these two metrics. Looking at so, rookies from but, last year, Herbert's actually closer to Tua. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Almost actually, I mean, very close. Herbert was 7.4 A dot, and Tua was actually one tick ahead, 7.5 average depth of target. And then Herbert, a couple of completion percentages better, 66.6, and Tua was 64.1. So that one surprises me a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and to give you an idea, frame of reference for those two rookies, that was the Teddy Bridgewater, Philip Rivers neighborhood. But 
below Wentz and Locke, who were very aggressive but not very completion percentage strong. Right, which, I mean, is, which is why I think that average depth of target, you see some of those that if you did have a really high depth of target and you weren't a disaster completion percentage-wise, that's going to buoy your numbers here and, and, mm-hmm. and put you up a little bit higher. So, yeah, I think I, I would probably tilt this toward completion percentage more, although I don't love completion percentage as just a stat by itself in the NFL, so I like throwing the, the A dot in there. But when yeah. you look at Drew Locke, Carson Wentz, I think it's pretty clear the season Justin Herbert had was better than those guys. Of course, of course. I mean, some of it's the eyeball. I mean, Rivers was better than them too. I mean, um, but that that was my original. That's what got the ball rolling with this is completion percentage doesn't tell me enough. I need to factor in another something or other. So the bottom of the list, when you factor everything in, really should surprise no one. I mean, Alex Smith is at the very, very bottom. we're, we're, We're happy he's out of the league. Wonderful story. Nick Mullins was very, very low, and Niners quarterbacks, at least tr- before Trey Lance, are generally low in this this thing, but they should be higher in completion percentage considering how strong they are with quick hitters and play action and getting the ball out. Uh, another Washington guy, Haskins, very, very low. Jared Goff's the name on this list that played a lot of snaps and was considered a true starter. I mean, he's at 4.14, which is only – better than Haskins, Mullins, and Smith. I mean, that's it's pretty miserable. I mean, you can see why you'd want to bump up to Stafford. Yeah, looking at Goff, he's the only one at the very bottom of this list that was not hurt or not just a part-time right, player right. In, in a way. Because like Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt, so I think that made his numbers look even more uh, skewed to the bottom end of this as far as the the A-dot goes. Drew Brees, we know he was you know cooked as far as his mm-hmm. arm uh, – Mullins was, you know, a backup number three quarterback in the NFL, Alex Smith. And then you go up to Jared Goff, who's right in that group, but played every snap and was expected to be someone that could take your team to the Super Bowl. So that was the huge disappointment of 2020 quarterback wise. And that's why he's not in L.A. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Breeze is the other one on this list at 4-2. He's one of those rare ones that's very high completion percentage, very low ADOT, 6-1 which is who he was at the end. And everyone figured it out after a while too. I mean, you can't be that, you know, uh, pigeonholed in, as a style of passer. And then the guys that are slightly above the bottom tier are Andy Dalton, Daniel Jones, Cam Newton, Big Ben, Sam Darnold. And again, I think that's pretty accurate of how these guys played last year for the most part. Daniel Jones has a longer leash and there's nobody really breathing down his neck. That's a, that's a 2022 problem for the giants. If Daniel Jones doesn't take a next step, but looking at Andy Dalton, looking at drew luck and Locke with Bridgewater behind him and Dalton, obviously with the first round pick now and Justin Fields behind him. I, I would, I think week two, week three, we're seeing Bridgewater and we're seeing Justin Fields and maybe week one. Yeah. And I know Andy Dalton's not a superstar and was not the starter in Dallas, but with those weapons, and I know their line had some problems, you shouldn't be at the bottom of the league in ADOT with Dallas's offense. You know, like, no, Dak, Dak will not be this year. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. there, there's no chance. And Dak wasn't and Dak already. Was Dak, much higher. Dak was averaging, what, a couple of yards per 7.9, is right. almost a whole yard more than Dalton. Yeah, there you go. Similar, you know, similar pass attempts. So I think Dalton has told us who he is, too. 
Jones will be interesting because his completion percentage is what hurt him more than his A dot. Do you think that they're going to manufacture shorter throws to Saquon or even Tony on bubble screens and things yeah, like that? I think they could incorporate a ton of that. But, to and they also got yeah Galladay there, who's going to be someone who should absolutely help your A dot and make those plays down the field too. So they've got more of both, and that's why it's like, yeah. look, Daniel Jones, you got to take off this year because there's a ton of weapons there. Right, right. I, I think as much as any quarterback on this list, it's put up or shut up time and the giants have two first round picks next year. So we, we put a lot around you to attack all areas of the field. Now it's time for you to do it. Good stuff. That was the beginnings of a summer series of Matt Williamson's mad scientist spreadsheets (laughs) that I'm sure are growing and growing behind the scenes. And we'll reveal more and more columns of that as the summer goes along. I'm sure that was fun. Absolutely. All right. Be back Monday. Everybody have a great weekend. Maybe we'll have a trade over the course of the weekend to talk about. Who knows? Oh, you know what I'm doing over the weekend, BP? It oh, just started. Doing? I'm starting a dynasty startup draft. So I have nobody on my team yet. I have the fifth pick overall. So I'm assuming I'll get 10 picks in or so over the weekend. Maybe we can recap that at some point Ooh, next week, too. We my, should. my logic I, is. Yeah, I kind of yeah. want to ask you what your top five is that you're picking five, but I don't know if your competitors are listening to this podcast, so I think we're going to have to wait until it's over before we talk about it. Actually, we don't, because I just made my pick like 20 minutes ago. So it's in, and I, I'll, I'll just pull back the curtain. You guys are calling me the biggest homer of all time, but I took <laughs> oh, Najee no. Harris. Wow. Uh, uh, Cook was gone. McCaffrey was gone, Barkley was gone, and Jonathan Taylor was gone. I really tried to get out of the fifth spot, and I was torn between Najee and Akers. Most people would have taken Kamara. Like If you look at Dynasty list, Kamara's mm-hmm. number one. I wanted youth, youth, youth. Well, cross your fingers. Maybe uh, Ben Roethlisberger will be there for you in round two. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Actually, I want to hear more about that next week. Everything going on in the NFL will be covered right here. Peacock and Williamson.